What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode Bigly Buff for 174 of Pixels. I am your host, Genji, just getting done slaying some monsters, but that's besides the point. With me today is uh, Senior DJ. <laughs> oh, that one came in crystal clear. Wait, and we also have Dumb with us today as well. Hello, everyone. How are you? How are, how are, how are you guys doing? I am good. I am very good. I am almost done with my studies. Nice. How much? Uh, how much longer do you have left to go? Uh, well, this when this uh, Tuesday, I present my thesis to my teachers, and then okay. on the fifteenth of February, I present it to the entire world because it's a whole event. It's weird and it's scary as shit. But hey, and after that. I'm officially, well, unofficially an engineer. Oh, congratulations, man. I'm I'm happy for you. I can uh I can relate in a way cuz I am in the final the final things of school for me. I have I have a couple more classes left to go and uh the next couple of classes or the last few classes I have left, I'm with one group until the very end. Sweet. And we are, uh, you know, I can uh, get more into it in the games we played, because, you know, technically it's a game, and I have been playing it. Oh, sweet. Or I can uh, do it for the bullshit. Either or. Do you guys think it'll fit better in the games we played segment, or the bullshit? Bullshit. Bullshit. If yours is specifically about gaming, they're probably games, but... Okay. Well, before we get into that, gotta make that uh, lovely phone call. We'll be right back. Oh, yes. I see. Good news, everyone! Welcome back, you guys, to the news of the show. Got some stuff to talk about for this week. Uh, your weekly Pokemon news. For those of you who play Pokemon Masters EX, the uh, Baking Buddies event has become a repeat run. And it primarily deals with the uh, sync pair units of Serena and Winsicott and Dawn and All Creamy. And then also for Masters EX, the next egg event has officially been announced. The event runs from February 7th and allows for players to get various water or ice type Pokemon to make sync pairs. And you can potentially get the shiny variants of Horsey, Seal, and Shelter. So, you know, hoorah on that one. Uh, in the Pokemon Unite field, it has been announced. And this kind of has me excited and may potentially get me back into playing Pokemon Unite. It has been revealed that on February 11th, we will be getting a new fighter. And we will be getting Aegislash. So yeah, I, I won't cheating. You're literally yeah. bringing a sword to this fight. That's that's not allowed. <laughs> I'm I'm excited, honestly, because I mean I played I played a lot of Pokin, right? And Age Slash is a DLC fighter, and he's really good. So I'm curious to see how Age Slash is going to do in Pokemon Unite. I've seen I've seen gameplay footage footage of him. And he uh, certainly looks interesting, so we'll have to see. Um, like I said, it's uh, going to be released in-game February 11th. 
So stay tuned for that. And it also looks like the uh, Pokemon Company has announced that starting in February, they will be releasing three short movies telling the story of a man who loves to cook alongside Pokemon. And we can see a Pikachu and Jigglypuff staring into what appears to be an oven. Sounds nice and sweet. Right. And final bit of Pokemon news before I read uh, my other article for this week. Um, In the Pokemon Go department, uh, the Pokemon Company International has revealed um, a special set of uh, Pokemon TCG cards based on Pokemon Go. Uh, It will release in Japan on June 17th with an international release coming later. So we don't know when the release date for that will be. At least for everywhere else. But in Japan, June 17th, we'll get some Pokemon TCG cards. So, all right. Uh, Getting into my news articles. And this one kind of caught me off guard a bit. Um, Pulling from GamesIndustry.biz, written by Brendan Sinclair. Ubisoft sues producer of Assassin's Creed Symphony Show. So uh, Ubisoft this week uh, filed suit against a concert promoter that put on a series of Assassin's Creed symphony shows in 2019 and 2020, as covered by Law.com. According to the suit, Ubisoft and Massimo Golata Productions entered into an agreement to create the shows in 2018, but the publisher terminated the deal before the shows have completed its first touring. Excuse me, first touring year. Uh, Ubisoft alleged that MGP has violated the contract several times over from not getting Ubisoft's uh, approval for each of its trademarks to failing to meet minimum quality standards to missing royal royalty payments. Uh, one particular point the publisher takes issue is with is MGP's registration of a URL for the show's website without seeking permission first and its repeated refusal to transfer ownership of the URL to Ubisoft after the termination of contract. Um, as of this writing, the MGP's uh, Symphony website is still up. Uh, furthermore, uh, it is said that Ubisoft signed a deal in December with a new licensee to run Assassin's Creed Symphony shows. And MGP has uh, contacted the new licensee, claiming it still has the rights to run such events. And uh, Ubisoft is suing for trademark and copyright infringement, cyber squatting, breach of contract, and more. And uh, MGP did not return a comment. So what a what a handful here. I feel yeah. like MGP is it's fucking up. Like one, pay your royalty shit. It's not your IP, so if you're working with it, get permission of the owners. Absolutely. Yeah, that that's just the first thing that comes to mind to me is you know if you're dealing with people and their IP whom you do not own and you did not create it. If I'm working with you on something that you did, I would be asking your permission for stuff. And I would know damn well that if I create a a website for this special promotion and once a contract is up, I shouldn't have ownership of that URL anymore. Very shoddy things indeed. So, yeah, Ubisoft, sue the shit out of them. Surprising how we are now rooting for the big company. 
Right. We've uh, typically said, you know, screw you to the big guys and, you know, go small guys. But in this case, go big guy. Yeah, in this case, absolutely. It just goes to show that we are not, like, biased. When it when it makes sense, yeah, fucking them up. Right. DJ, what are your uh, what are your thoughts on it, on the whole thing? IP is a very interesting thing that seems to cause a lot of issues for a lot of people. That's true. I did see it was super cool that the uh, Pokemon company released a digital library from the Diamond and Pearl games and blatantly said that you can use it for content creation. This is something different, isn't it? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll find the article and post it for you. But yeah, the Pokemon company released a Diamond and Pearl music library. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, this article is uh, by IGN Cat Bailey. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi series release date may have accidentally been leaked by Disney executive. A apparent Uh-oh. leak indicates that the anticipated Star Wars series may be out soon. The release date for Disney's Plus anticipated Obi-Wan Kenobi series may have been leaked if the now-deleted tweet by Disney executive is anything to go by. Uh, Disney Plus executive Brandon Sai Giovanni referenced the potential release date in a tweet that read, Our very own Obi-Wan, uh, uh, we uh, be saying... Ah, what? Sorry, excuse me. The tweet says, Our very own Obi-Wan series be saying hello there on Disney Plus May 2020. May 22. Uh, after the publication began to pick up on the apparent leak, the tweet was deleted. Uh, San Giovanni's Twitter account is currently protected. Uh, some fans speculate that San Giovanni is referring to Marvel's new Obi-Wan comic, which is also releasing in May. However, the Hollywood Reporter waded in to say that the rumors are indeed true, and Obi-Wan Kenobi will debut in May. Uh, it only makes sense given Obi-Wan Kenobi's potential to fall on May 4th, a date that has become a proper holiday for Star Wars fans. Would also offer some breathing room for Book of Boba Fett, which wrap up which wraps up its run on February 9th, or rather, it's about to do. Uh, for now, we know very little about Obi Wan Kenobi. A brief teaser foreshadowed a secret duel with Darth Vader, but nothing else has been shown at to this point. In the meantime, Disney has a large number of Star Wars shows in the pipeline, including a live action series featuring the fan favorite Jedi uh, Ahsoka Tano. If you're watching Book of Boba Fett. Consider reading about how uh, Book of Boba Fett's surprise villain has a deep Star Wars roots, as well as our list of various Star Wars game currently in development. Uh, and those are the news for now. Before you say anything, I would like to point out, if it's indeed the comic, they would have no reason to delete the tweet. They would actually explain upon it, so it absolutely must be in May. What are your thoughts, folks? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm trying to uh, formulate my uh, my thoughts on this one. Sorry, my head just works at a thousand miles per hour. What 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 do you think, DJ? I think I got lost in it. <laughs> <laughs> Did I speak too quickly? I had too much happening at one time. What the hell happened? Uh, basically, a tweet uh, might have confirmed that the new Obi-Wan series is coming around in May. Seems I mean, a little I'll... I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, currently, Star Wars is really weird. 
How so? I would say it's actually recovering from the the sequels. Well, the book of Boba Fett's been kind of having its ups and downs. From what I from what I've understood from it, because I haven't really watched the series, because I really have no interest after seeing the trailers, because it looked hella boring. The only reason it's been relevant the last two episodes is because it's not about Boba Fett. It's basically set up for Mandalorian season three. Oh, so apparently Boba is not that cool. Not with what they're doing with him. Apparently, apparently he's some non-violent diplomat now. Oh, so it's trying to play it up with like, uh, ah, what would be a good comparison? Uh, House of Cards? I don't fucking know. Watch House of Cards. I never watched it, but I know a little bit about it. My stepfather talks about it a lot, or he did. Isn't that with, uh... Oh, what's his name? Um... Okay, he was uh, the the main villain in uh, Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. Makarov. What is his? What is his name? Oh, it's bothering me. Who played Mister Irons in Kevin Spacey? Oh, Kevin Spacey. That... that was that was Ghosts, wasn't it? Was the anime? Uh, no, Kevin Spacey was uh, Advanced Warfare. I didn't play that one. I don't think I played that one. Uh, I actually, I, I think we did, DJ. Um, because it, it was the one with the uh, the exosuit double jump. Uh, yeah, it must have been one of the Mortal Warfare's. Yeah, I believe I believe it was it was Advanced Warfare. But any anyway, um I'm excited to see how they're going to take the Kenobi series, but I'm not holding my breath over it. I am excited for the Kenobi series. I just want I just want to see more live action uh, of of the of of uh, Jedi's and stuff because we won't get those anytime soon. True. In, in the movies, cautious, cautiously optimistic about it. The issue is, it's like I can't see them doing much with it if it's much supposed to be between three and four. Yeah, well, you know, Clone Wars is supposed to be between two and three, and uh, they've milked the living shit out of it. Yeah, but it's, it's just with character. Kenobi, it's supposed to be about Obi-Wan, and according to current canon, he never left tattooing. Well, uh, apparently they might change the fucking canon, they might do whatever the hell they want, they might create new characters, you know, it's not up for them. Uh, that just kind of makes Kenobi look like a worse person. Because unless it's something like super serious that he needs to take care of, it kind of makes it sound like he's abandoning Luke at any whim. Well, it might be something that uh, befalls the family at some point, and he needs to take care of it in between. We just gotta see what they do with it. 
I am excited. I'm not gonna lie. I really want to see what they do with it. I, I I love Mandalorian. I haven't seen Book of Boba Fett yet. Uh, but definitely wanna, but definitely wanna keep up with uh with at least Obi Wan. He's one of my. He's a he's a really cool character. Uh, DJ, do you have any news? Oh, I got a few tiny segments. Um, Poe's one of the biggest ones here. Uh, we had an announcement uh, yesterday about a from Rockstar announcing that Grand Theft Auto Six is well underway in development. Probably Ray? won't see it for probably not quite a long time. I mean, they're making so much money with five. <laughs> I figured we weren't going to get, uh, you know, GTA 6 until the PS7. We still might. I mean, they say they started development, not that they have anything to do with anything. Well, they said it was well underway, so they've been working on it for a little bit. But I don't expect it for a good few years. This is This is probably just like... An Elder Scrolls Six thing, like, don't worry, it's happening. Yeah, stop asking us questions. It could be, yeah. Absolutely. Um, some other stuff coming from Game Rant. Uh, Dark Souls games were taken offline uh, this past week uh, due to a security issue, where uh, the multiplayer savers had to be taken down. Oof! Because of hacking uh, or. As described by the person who found it, the issue could potentially lead hackers to gaining access to players' PCs directly, stealing login information, breaking players' rigs entirely, or otherwise executing programs in the background. That is not good. From software caught wind of this vulnerability and temporarily shut down all the multiplayer servers in order to fix them, which leads into the release of Elden Ring as it was going to be using the same system. So once these are up and running again, they should no longer have the issue, especially with the new game. Uh, Speaking of Star Wars, Respawn Entertainment announced they are working on three upcoming Star Wars games. Ooh. Uh, The first one... Please tell me... Oh, sorry. first one is a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Hell yeah! Uh, A new Star Wars first-person shooter... And a new strategy game developed in collaboration with BitReactor. For those who don't know, BitReactor is made up of Fire Axis veterans, the creators of the XCOM series. Ooh. I I won't say no to a tactical turn-based Star Wars game. And the FPS is being helmed by game director Peter Hirschman, who worked on the original Battlefront series as well as Medal of Honor Above and Beyond and may have an inspiration nice. from Star Wars Dark Forces. Are we ever going to see Star Wars 1313? Probably not. Boo! What is Star Wars 1313? I'm not privy to that term. Star Wars 1313 was the game LucasArts was actively in development with when Disney purchased the entire Lucas family. It was going to be a video game starring uh, Boba Fett playing through uh, basically episode, playing through the rise of the Empire in the slums of Coruscant. Sounds interesting. 
It was supposed to, it was going to be a darker, grittier interpretation of the series focusing on the underworld. And Which probably uh, led to the creation of the Mandalorian TV series. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Boy. Um, also, speaking of Ubisoft, something somewhat decent. Uh, independent report of Ubisoft Singapore finds that uh, they are having sufficient workplace practice. After previous reports that Ubisoft Singapore was one of many studios from the French publisher, publisher accused of management <laughs> harassment, an independent report highlights that the studio handled these reports efficiently. Singapore's the Tripart Alliance for Fair and Progressive Employment Practice, TFIP, an independent company investigating the investigating uh, U.S. found that the Singapore studio had a structured system in place to handle misconduct reports, and that previous reports were dealt with appropriately. The investigation also concluded that the pay difference was constrained solely to difference in experience and seniority rather than gender difference, as it should be. Oh, and speaking of thirteen thirteen, oh boy. New gameplay of the game has been discovered. Ooh. Special footage of it uh, that has been around for a while was recently uh, discovered. Canceled ac- action adventure Star Wars game back in, from back in 2012. The newly found gameplay specifically focuses on players taking control of Boba Fett, exploring the undercity of Coruscant as they chase a bounty. The gameplay was clearly a work in progress at the time, likely serving as a vertical slice for the game at E3. But the game, of course, was canceled and LucasArts was shut down in 2013. And a... Uh, I suppose I'll end it with this one. Um, Crisis is coming back with Crisis 4 currently in development. Oh, a new Crisis. It's been a while. Well, I suppose it makes sense because we did just have like the remasters of the first couple games come to Switch and PC and whatnot. Uh, when was this? Last year? Yeah. I want to say last year at some point. I just can't remember. Yeah, I think uh, I think they were digital releases, and like Limited Run got to do the physical versions of the Crisis remasters for Switch. Which, it's a, it's a wonder the Switch can run Crisis, since that used to be like the highest standpoint a PC could do was, hey, can you run Crisis on the highest settings? That's how you know your PC is good. <laughs> yeah, might as well just put a, pour an egg over the fucking uh, CPU and see if it cooks. Damn, Crisis was heavy as fuck. But here's the thing: Crisis may have been very heavy, but it was still like play- very like playable. Like it wasn't uh, it wasn't like heavy and uh, and fuck your computer as much. It was actually like kind of optimized. I guess the remaster might have gone uh, to higher lengths for that. I've never gotten around to actually playing them. I think I have all three in some version or whatnot, but I've never gotten around to actually playing them. So I'm not sure how it plays, really. I know it's like an FPS or something. I think that's all that really matters on my news end. Okay. All right. Well, we will uh, cut it here and go into the next segment. We'll be... We'll be right back. Welcome back. Oh, I think I, I think I messed it up. Anyway, we're just gonna 
pretend that did not happen. But anyway, welcome to the segment where we'll talk about the games we have been playing in the last week since we've uh, recorded. Uh, DJ, game TV we've been playing. Um, Legends Arceus. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I think it. that's the the gold standard. Yeah, the gold the gold standard uh, of pixels. Honestly, for the next couple of months. I know we went so heavy into it last week, but uh, I still enjoy the game, and I'm going to be doing some before bed tonight too. And tomorrow's Pokey Sunday on my streams, so that's what we're going to be doing. Um, I'm close to the Pokedex's end. I think I'm like. 40 entries short and then we can do some end game stuff and get the shiny charm and all that um did a couple shiny hunts nothing too successful i've gotten some random shinies but like what i got the shiny rapid ash and the shiny apalm shiny napalm napalm, you need na- napalm. Na- na- napalm now <laughs> but nickname it's it napalm <laughs> It's pink! Exactly. Do it. Um, I, I will say I'm not a big fan of the, of the twist in the post-game. I like the battle for it, but I don't appreciate the story twist. That's my only deriding that part to battle, the game currently. That battle was difficult. Well, it wasn't even about the difficulty. It was the story aspect. I didn't appreciate the twist. But do you, I'm eager to see do you how want to talk in. about it? No, I mean, I'll, leave that, I'll leave that at post game because stuff is still coming out on the game. So maybe we'll enough. do that at a later point. But uh, I'm still enjoying the game. I'm still way far away from completing it. Like Headfrecker's done, even though she's still playing it. Currently, just doing shiny hunts. She's got that full shiny team now. And, of course, it's just going after whatever shiny she can. You know, I genuinely like that the, the shiny variant of Cleavor has the color scheme of Scyther. I think that's a, that's a nice touch. But it's still green. True, but, I mean, it looks closer to Scyther. Anything uh anything else minus Arceus? Um well I did a little bit of entry point on Pearl and Shield. I had finally acquired those. Sadly I missed out on some of the codes. They had expired before I could use them, but uh, I got all the Pearl uh mystery gift stuff going. I got what I could on Shield, which was pretty much just the uh shiny Zashian. Mm-hmm. But uh Hope to do something special with that copy of Shield sometime in the future, but I'll probably want to do space out some Pokemon. I'm s- I haven't decided if this week will continue with Pokemon streams or not. I might do one more week and then move on to something else for the mainstream. And, and just uh, uh, would you still be playing it on the weekends or? Oh yeah, I'd still be playing it for Poke Sunday definitely. Mostly probably doing shiny hunts because shiny hunting is. So much more fun in this game. You know what? I I I can wholeheartedly agree to that statement because I have shiny hunted across multiple Pokemon games at this point. Legends Arceus by far is the one that's most most fun out of out of everything else. I would argue that uh, 
uh, close second for me would be uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Simply, if you like Pokemon, this game is for you. <laughs> this is the Pokemon fans' ultimate Pokemon game until we get better hardware for better graphics. Right. Exactly, yes. So, Nintendo, Which I know you're listening. Give us, a, give us a Switch uh, 4.0. Well, think about it. You know how do you know how long the Switch has been out? Quite a while. Uh, this coming uh, this coming March, it'll have been five years. Wow! Because it released back in 2017 with Breath of the Wild. That means by current console lifespans, which is about uh, six to seven years, it's only got about another uh, another year, maybe two left before we're going to start seeing uh, sequel consoles. Right, and uh, I hate to point out the record here, but we typically get a launch title Kirby game with the Nintendo console, and then we'll get a final launch title, or a second Kirby game. And once we get the second Kirby game, that typically spells the end of that current video game, or the video game console. We're getting a new Kirby game for the Switch. Uh, Does that spell the end of... That one's coming out here soon. It is in March. Should be good. I'm I'm excited. I'll probably watch you play, just like with Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> it looks like you know, fun, but I just never bothered to get it. I need to I need to get to actually beat Luigi's Mansion. I never did. I've seen gameplay of it because my brother loves to watch it on YouTube, but that's it for me. It's, uh, one of these days, I'll get back to that. I guess I should do some Dokkan stuff. Um, currently, uh, Dokkan is doing the Androids celebration. We got the new TUR 17 and 18. They've got some cool stuff. Uh, this Monday should be the revival of the Fusions characters. Yes! We should be getting their easy A's, some new awakenings, some new drops. So that should be cool. On JP, they are currently celebrating, on the Japanese version, the JP version, they're celebrating the seventh year anniversary. And by God, this summer's anniversary cannot come fast enough for Global. Those units are beautiful. Details, man. The main units are the, I believe they're tech. Let me bring up the wiki real quick. Just so I know what, know exactly. They are the, yeah, the tech, LR, Super Saiyan God Goku, and Super Saiyan God Vegeta that transform Ooh. into their Super Saiyan Blue versions, and this is from the Broly movie. They also have an active skill where they turn into Gogeta and do the Stardust Breaker from that movie. Ah, uh, yes! And All it right. does have the multicolored fusion swirl when they do their fusion dance. Okay, so um, here shortly, I will be giving my wallet a mo- motivational speech. That's fine. That's only one unit. Oh my There's god. There's a second banner where it is a Fizz Super Saiyan 4 Goku and Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta that turn into Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. 
uh, again, I'm going and to be having super- a motivational speech with my wallet. It's fine. It's all right. And his super attacks are taken right from fighters. Oh, hell yeah. Let's so go. When he does his 18 key, it's that lightning bolt creation of the Big Bang Kamehameha. And his active skill is the, like, I think it's like a f- level five or something, level seven ultimate Big Bang Kamehameha. Yes. And there's a first with these units. You know how the active skills have voice acting and animation? Yeah. Now they have intro animations when they first appear in the turn. Ooh. Where they transform into their forms and have full voice acting. Hell yeah, man. And that's only part one. And both banners also have side characters. The gods have a new Broly. He's not Super Saiyan. He's just kind of not even wrathful Saiyan. He's just a Broly. And the Super Saiyan 4s have a Sin Shenron who go alongside them. There's also free banners for a uh, Gohan and Goten, which is going to become an LR, Gohan, Goten, and Trunks from the start of the Boo Saga. Okay. And there's also a Vegeta and Chi-Chi free units from story events that are going to most likely get Awakenings and EZAs by the end of it. And the login bonus unit is a Tech, Goku, and Vegeta holding a Dragon Ball, as they usually do the free login bonus when the anniversary starts. Hell yeah, man. I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm going to go to an emotional support seminar for my wallet right before... The question is, which one are you going to go for first? The fours of the gods. Uh, I'm going right for the fours. Yeah, yeah, same here. And it's so beautifully animated. The, the ones for the gods look equal to the movie, and the fours look better than GT ever has. Remind me, and I'll show you all of their animations after the stream. Okay. Oh, all right, Dom. What games have you been playing? I've been playing Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. You uh, honestly, it's been fun. like it's been fun. Like it's genuinely been fun. Uh, it it I have to like put everything on the little settings to even get to play it like somewhat smoothly. But it's like you know. I feel like the bad PR that the game got was its downfall because it's actually like a really good game as an RPG and as a and as a, as a as a way to have fun. It's pre- it's pretty amazing. Um, I have I complete faith. Right? Excuse me, what? You both spoke at the same time. This Go is ahead, the PC dude. version, right? Uh, the PC version. Yes, I don't okay. have a console. I have I have total faith in CD Projekt Red that they're going to be able to turn this around. They've had years to do so. Uh, do you mean by making a better game or by fixing the one that they broke out? By, by fixing Cyberpunk. That Cyberpunk is going to hit the same level, um, at least the same level as The Witcher. 
specifically Witcher 3, because in the beginning of that game's life cycle, it was a shit game. And now Witcher 3 arguably is one of CG, CD Projekt Red's best games that they've ever made. I have, I have complete confidence that they'll be able to turn Cyberpunk around. Hands down. I didn't know that about uh, Witcher 3. I didn't get into it until like years after it came out. So I wasn't part of the fix this game type of deal. I was yeah, it was, it, was, it was bad in the beginning. I remember very uh, vividly. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose it didn't overpromise like Cyberpunk did. Oh yeah, it was certainly, certainly overpromised, that's for sure. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Guess so. Um, but yeah, essentially finished the game. Uh, tried to get as many of the endings as possible. I'm still missing. Uh, still missing one. But yeah, uh, it's 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 been quite the ride. And I don't know. It gave me it gave me back love for double barrel shotguns. Fucking love that weapon. <laughs> like I mean... like you, you, it has a it's a game that has like fucking. Uh, several, like, smart weapons and charge weapons, things that go through, like, fucking seven layers of walls, the rounds of with bullets that track people, fucking ricochet across the entire room and hit people in the head. It has, like, mantis blades and fucking... No, no, no. I just go for the fucking double-barrel shotgun. It's way too much fun. I mean, if you needed something to make you feel great about using a double-barrel shotgun, all you gotta do is play Doom. It's a different it's a different experience because with Doom the double barrel shotgun is used like a super shotgun like uh you only have a few bullets for it you can't just you know use that for the rest of the game and you're done you have to like there's not enough ammo to do that sadly well that's why the chainsaw's there well i'd rather use a double barrel shotgun well the chainsaw gives you ammo is what it is <laughs> oh yeah true 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 I could fucking uh, and, uh, summon my inner psychopath by using a shotgun and a, and a chainsaw. That would be fun. Uh, so yeah, that, that's the game that I've been up to lately, and uh, I really love it. It's pretty fun. All right. Uh, minus, I mean, I played a little bit of The Witcher 3 uh, today as of recording. I didn't play too much of it. I played enough to kill the uh, first griffin that you deal with. That poor griffin. He was just feeding his kids. Uh, no, he, he killed his uh, partner while she was sleeping. Semantics. <laughs> that is not a semantic, my dude. Jesus I haven't Christ. played the game. I'm just, I'm just dicking around. I haven't. Uh, I've also been playing uh, Legends Arceus. Like DJ, I've done some post-game content. The last, the, the the story twist of the game, I did not see coming. Don't know if I necessarily agree with it. I've done several shiny hunts at this point. I caught the only ones noteworthy on the top of my head that I can think of because I don't particularly have the motivation to pull up the 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 game. Uh, caught a shiny Alpha Happini that's now a shiny Alpha Blissey. It's a, it's a big girl. Uh, I caught a shiny Hisuian Zorua. Uh, caught a Glalie. Oh, and that and that's right. Uh, my first shiny that I caught, minus the, you know, Ponyta that we get in the, the quest, 
I caught a shiny Bidoof. And uh, the fun story about that, and this happened on stream, I booted up the area that Bidoofs are commonly found, and I see an alpha Bidoof. And so, you know, I flip my shit, and I was like, you know what? I'm getting this alpha Doof. And as soon as I catch the alpha Doof, I hear the shiny, you know, noise pop off. And sure enough, there was a shiny Bidoof down the hill a little bit. Although, Shinji, you know what you must do now. What's that? You must go on a hunt for, for a, a shiny alpha Bidoof. Oh, no. Challenge fucking accepted. You'll rage quit in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that's, uh, that's Arceus. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go, and currently with the uh, Lunar New Year event, they've raised the chances of... Uh, uh, lucky friends becoming a thing and then getting lucky Pokemon from trades. They increase the chances for that. And a uh, coworker of mine also plays Pokemon Go. And we've been, you know, just kind of mash trading common shit that we had. Um, I now have a shiny, lucky Gyarados and a Salamence. I now have a lucky Noibat, a Lolan Muck, a Dedene, a Pikachu wearing a Mimikyu costume. A Yamask and a Larvitar are now lucky. Yamask! And then, uh, shiny-wise, today, I caught a Paris, I caught a Poochiena, and a uh, Lit Leo. So I would like to think that's been a very productive day in uh, Pokemon Go. It's gonna it's gonna take me a while for that Noibat because I have like a hundred Noibat candies and you need four hundred to get to Noivern. So yeah, we'll uh we'll see on that one. Um I'm trying to um mentally prepare myself now for it, but I read an article um, earlier today that, um, you know, one of my favorite mobile games, hands down of all time, Brave Frontier, the company behind Brave Frontier, which is Gumi or Alim, whichever they both names, they are shutting down all Brave Frontier games in Japan. All of it is being shut down. And I scoured the, the global version of Brave Frontier's, you know, social media page pages and i've seen nothing about a potential shutdown on global side but if everything in japan is shutting down please tell me i'm wrong but signs point to everything else is going to be shut down such is the fate of all mobile games in which yeah. i i understand that but i'm really invested in this game like, I don't want it to shut down. And I know it's possible that you can make this game offline. I mean, for God's sake, do that and I'll be perfectly happy. I mean, granted, I haven't touched Brave Frontier in a while ever since, you know, um, I completed the game. I completed the story. I am done. But I just can't, I can't get myself to delete it. But, I mean, I guess if I need to get my gotcha-style itch like that after 
um, Brave Frontier shuts down, there's still Final Fantasy Brave XVS that I can jump back into. But uh, anyway, that's enough for me. So we're going to go ahead and cut it into the topic. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the topic of the show, you guys, where we'll talk about anything under the uh, video game sun. Uh, DJ, this idea is yours. You want to you wanna go into it? Uh, well, technically, I based this off of Headfrecker, who is going through the somewhat of a withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, uh, today's concept is when you're so into a game, what happens when you've completed it? what are the steps to move on past something that you put in so much dedication? And what is the proper response? Is it just find a new game? Or is it find something else that's not a game? What's the correct path here? Because I'm sure people have their different answers. Are we Say, I don't think there's any answers? true answer to that question. Uh, my que- my my question is: uh, Are we talking about completing a game to its like full one hundred percent completion, or just uh, finishing a game, uh, whichever way possible? Just finishing a game and considering it done with. Uh, considering it done with. So, for example, in my case with Cyberpunk, I would like to, um, I would like to like go back to it and uh, try to uh, play it again, but collect the things that I want. Uh, get all of the missions done, get all of the side quests done, and all of that jazz. Uh, that's that's kind of like what I want uh, to do. So in, in my situation, if you have a game that's like an RPG or that has a lot of extra content or hidden content, uh, you can absolutely just... Uh, you can just go back to the game and try to uh, uh, finish everything. Like, complete, like go full completionist uh, ju- after you, like, finish it, you know? Yeah, but what happens after that? Oh, after what that, happens, what happens when it is at the point where you are done with the game? When you are done with the game, uh, well, uh, like uh, Jinji said, uh, one of a good, uh, one other good option is to just go ahead and, uh, and maybe pick up a new one, or I don't know, maybe uh, look at uh, other content. Like if you have a longing for the game, uh, like for the things that the game gave you. Maybe look up uh, other games similar to it that will have like or that have either story that has something to do with it. Like uh, I don't know. Um, for example, if you're done with doing one of the Witchers, maybe go do another of the Witchers, or maybe try to uh, go to do the Gwent one. Like I don't know. If you can't like uh, peel away from the game you're done with, uh, you still have a need for like its uh, atmosphere. Maybe look at other title, other uh, similar titles that have something to do with it. Uh, that's that's one of my that's one of my takes. Okay, Gingy. Um, I guess in a similar vein to what uh, Dom said, um, depending on the game, you know, either move on to a completely different game, different genre, what have you. So you know, if you one hundred percented Arceus, go jump into. Call of Duty or uh, Skyrim or play a similar game in the style. So, you know, it's been brought to multiple people's attentions that Legend Arceus, for this example, gets some of its elements or, you know, some of its stuff is inspired by different franchises like Breath of the Wild or 
something different, you know, play play a game like that or uh if you can't get over a specific game, you know, replay it again, even if you hundred percented it. You know, replay through it, but play it differently if that makes if that makes sense. Like I'll I'll use uh Skyrim as an example, right? This is I've beaten that game God knows how many times. You know, I've lost count on the on the amount of different Skyrim playthroughs I've done. And you would think that after you beat it maybe two, three times, you know, how can you get yourself to go through all of the same quest lines again? And my uh, my response to that is before I uh, and it, and it sounds a little silly. Um, before w- when I create a character, I have to uh, to to get myself immersed into the game again to enjoy myself. I I one figure out what my uh, play style for this character is going to be, right? Because I typically resort to a sneaky archer. But you know, I'll I've done a playthrough to where I was a dual wield destruction mage, or I was uh illusion caster, and that's all I did was cast, you know, illusions to summon things to do the battles for me. And I have to come up with a, a backstory of this character leading up to the start of Skyrim. So maybe maybe that's an avenue for people to either play the same game that you just beat, you know do a different play style. Like, seeing as how we were all joking about Bidoof, you know, play through Legends Arceus, but only allow yourself to use a Bidoof. Oh, yeah, challenging yourself. Play differently. If, if, like, if it's not an RPG that you have multiple choices and that your choices make difference and there's a lot of content, uh, if it's more like, oh, you need to capture every single Pokemon, then, yeah, challenging yourself to only use Bidoof sounds like a very sound idea. So yeah, that's uh that that's my take on it. Fact, I've never finished Skyrim. Oh my god, man! So I think good. I've technically, I think I technically beat the story once. Would you be interested in streaming Skyrim again, DJ? I will if I manage to get a copy for my PS Five. I got you. And I mean, like, the most recent copy, which is technically a PS4 game. Right. No, honestly, I, I got you. Because I got the uh, the Legendary Edition, you know, the new one that includes the fishing mechanic. Yeah. I don't think you care about the fishing mechanic, do you? I've never really understood. I don't really know anything about it, so. You, you, you fish. Otherwise, you, you know, use the fish with the fishing rod. That's pretty much the... the difference and minus you get some creation club stuff also included but uh the regular edition of skyrim ps4 you know still has the dlcs right all of them and you can still you know it still has mod support so you can download mods to all that crazy stuff i have an extra copy of skyrim for the ps4 and i can just hand it to you because i i don't need it so if you will stream Skyrim, I I will give you an extra copy for the PlayStation 4. Okay. That's the most recent version? Yeah. Okay. That's the only one. That's, yeah, the anniversary edition is the one I'm looking for. 
yeah, I have the anniversary edition that I don't use because I have the new one. It should be the new one, right? Uh, yeah, it is. I don't have it, but I can technically upgrade my edition to it if I buy it. Yeah, I mean, I can do that on my Steam version, but I just want to play it on the PS5. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. If you've got the console, you do it. You go ahead. Yeah, the um, it's the special edition of Skyrim for PS4. Okay, so that's not the one I'm looking for, then. Can you not put that one in a PS5? Or does it I mean, have to be I the could, anniversary but I, w- I would very much like to try the most recent one that just came out with all the mod editions. Okay, gotcha. Then, yeah, uh, you'll want the anniversary edition one. Mm-hmm. Actually, yes, you need to buy it. Uh, so it's it's 30 bucks right now on uh, GameStop. Yeah. I know, uh, it's not, I know it's not too expensive. It's just it's out of <laughs> I, uh, I I I got you, DJ. If if you'll if you'll start streaming it, I can get you a copy of of Skyrim. I, I would like to see you play it. Cool. Uh, the only requirements at that point, you know, if I if I buy you the game and you stream it, I have one request that I'd like you to do. The second you unlock Fusro Da. I want you to fusrata a goat off of the mountain. A goat. Or any creature you can get your hands on. Or an old man. Or an old man. Or Lydia, if she gets in your way, just fusrata her out of the way. I think it's the safest bet. She'll survive. (laughs) She'll survive. She will survive. She will survive. No, I... That's that's the first thing you're talking about, right? What? Are you talking about the first companion or someone else? The first companion that you meet in uh, I think Dragon's she's, Bridge. One I think she's the, the one I married in my first play first playthrough. Okay, I, I typically default marry to... Uh, oh, God, what's her name? Uh, Camila? She's the sister of the guy that runs the Riverwood Trader that you return the uh, Golden Claw to. Nobody's gonna talk about the redhead that wanted the mammoth tusk. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of the options. I think the only other one I was kind of interested in was the girl from the vampire DLC. Yeah, uh, Serana. That romance, but you can't yeah. romance her unless if you mod it. Well, yeah, you can mod it. Just kind of an odd decision. But good luck mo- finding a mod for that on the console version. Right. <laughs> But uh, to uh, answer your own question there, DJ, for the uh, topic, we got uh, sidetracked there. Huh? What's your answer to the uh, topic question? How, what, how, do, you, how do you deal with uh, being done with a game, DJ? Personally, what I do is I turn to YouTube. Because when I've enjoyed something so thoroughly, but I've run out of it, I like to turn to others' reactions and try to experience it through their eyes or just to see how their reactions to what I experienced are the same or Mm -hmm. get disappointed if they're not over the top. (laughs) Oh, so of the same game. Yeah. Interesting. That's what I like to do with a lot of the media I consume, TV shows, movies. I like to see people reacting to what I enjoy as... 
Jinji pointed points out to me continuously how I watched him I watched him more than I did my second viewing of Endgame. I knew something was fucking coming if I see your damn eyes look at me in the corner of my eyes. Like, oh, he's <laughs> looking at me. What what fucking plot twist is coming now? It's not like it affected it. Man, that movie, though. <laughs> it was a great finale. I would have killed to have seen your reaction to Spider-Man. I squealed like a girl. <laughs> I would have paid to have that recorded. I should have told Tattle to record it. Well, the first time I saw Spider-Man, it, w- it was with my brother. But I will say I, I pulled a DJ when I took Tattle and the family to go see Spider-Man. I looked at her. When we saw Toby and uh, Andrew come through the uh, the portal, <laughs> good stuff, man. Good thing Dom has already seen the movie; otherwise, he would be raging at us right now for that. <laughs> I would have found out where you live and stabbed you in your sleep. Well, that's why I said it because I knew you've seen it. Yes, <laughs> but you—I don't know if you did a spoiler alert for the for the for the viewers. Oh well, uh, spoiler alert, like. Two minutes ago. Oh boy. Um, oh yeah, fucking. When I saw, like, the moment that we saw the portal open up and there was Andrew Garfield Spider Man, I immediately went, like, oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. Oh yeah, but I had to be quiet because uh, this is not America. So, you know, uh, the whole uh, everybody screaming their hearts out or laughing like crazy, that is that is a you thing. That doesn't happen somewhere, everywhere else. So you keep yeah, missing out on the experience. experience. Theater going is supposed to be an experience. Yeah, you are not supposed to ruin anybody else's. So we have to be respectful of everybody else's. <laughs> That's how it is here. So if I ever invite you here, don't you dare scream at the inside of the theater, please. Cannot promise. Don't worry, I'll just shout fire and see what happens. Oh, DJ, bad, <laughs> bad. What? We can't do it here. Might as well go somewhere where you can. That I approve of. <laughs> <laughs> because I want to see what happens. But yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun. And when I saw him, I was like, oh, man. Oh, man, that is so cool. But I did not expect to see uh, Toby Maguire. Like, I saw Andrew Garfield, and I was like, oh, man, that is so fucking cool. They got him for the role. And then I'm like, Could, would they have been able to get Toby? Is that even, like, a possibility? Nah, they could have. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then he showed up, and I was like, Toby, Toby is my favorite Spider-Man, and I, I lost my shit. Toby's Andrew my favorite. Mine, and he was the darling of the movie. He was amazing. Like, the actor is so fucking pissed and jaded that seeing him on screen being so uh, joyous and, 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 and kind and, man, it's just, just it was just great. Anyway, back on topic. No, no, never. We're no, should, should we just uh, head into the bullshit then? I mean, what else can we say? Uh, most of us are basically surrounding the idea of when you're done with a game, you're not done with the game. 
No, get, you, you, you got to play it again. Man. You may be done with the game, but the game's not done with you. Exactly. That like <laughs> everybody here has just agreed that. Oh, you're done with the game? Not, no, not really. No, you're. No, gonna, you're not. You're, you're not gonna done. watch the game. You're gonna redo the game. You're gonna. Like, I almost, I almost want to subject myself to further torture with Legends Arceus because they have said that every Pokemon in the game, with the exception of Mythicals and Legendaries, can be found as Alpha. So yeah, I almost want to go through the entire thing and get a uh, living Alpha Dex. Speaking of, Jinji, I actually got a rare Alpha spawn yesterday. Oh, what'd you get? I got an Alpha Quillava. Nice. He just randomly popped up and started attacking his older brother. <laughs> Dude, that that's that's fucking awesome. Cause I uh I came across in my playthrough yesterday uh, uh Alpha Torterra and Infernape. I caught the Alpha starters already for the Sinnoh Trio. Oh, well, you'll have to tell me uh, after the show where Empoleon is. Cobalt Coastlands. Uh, I'm sorry, what? The Cobalt Coastlands. Gotcha. He's on the beach across from Firespit Island. Cool. Oh, all right, you guys. Uh, as far as answering the question for the topic, let us know what your take is. You know, how do you personally deal with a video game once you're done with it? Do you do what we do? Or do the the examples that we've given, or do you have an entirely different type of ritual that you do? I'm genuinely curious to see how you guys answer answer this uh, question, and I'll make sure to tweet it off of the Pixels Twitter account to try to get more attention from there. Because I, I do, I want to hear people's answers to that question. You know, what do you do when you are done with the game? How do you motivate yourself to either move on to something different? Or how you can get yourself to play the same game again. But uh, with that being said, we're going to cut it here and go into our uh, bullshit segment. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? Do you enjoy podcasts like us? Have you ever wanted to start one of your own? Are you too scared to start one? Well, to be honest, we were scared in the very beginning before we started Pixels. But luckily, we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. They're a dedicated team driven to help your podcast succeed. Their website is very simple to use and gives you stats on your show. It's amazing. They put your podcast on all the different podcast players like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Exactly. And we love Buzzsprout so much, we recently became a affiliate. Start your own podcast using our special link, which will be in the show description. Today, and after upgrading to any service plan, you will be able to receive a $20 Amazon gift card. Join us, us as Pixels, and over 100,000 other users using Buzzsprout today. Buzzsprout, easiest way to podcast. And now, we will return you to your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome back to the bullshit segment of the show, you guys. Bullshit away. So do we go back to Spider-Man or do we go back to Star Wars? Do we put Spider-Man <laughs> in Star Wars or do we put Star Wars in Spider-Man? Do we give Luke Skywalker a lightsaber and they, or then put him in a fucking Spider-Man suit? 
You, you know, I, I still I still laugh at the idea that Samuel Jackson straight up told George Lucas he wants his lightsaber purple. I <laughs> they gave it to him. He wanted to stand out. He wanted like there's a bunch of Jedi's. I want to see myself. I want to know where the hell I am. Give me a give me my own lightsaber. But the only comment is no, no, no. Give me my own lightsaber. Okay, here you go, Mister Mister Jackson. Funny shit, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I'm remembering now that uh, the the project that I'm doing for uh, for school because you know I'm I'm in the end game, pun intended, of this. Uh, degree program um and the the group i'm paired with i'm with for the rest of the degree pass you know uh go team eagle because that's our our team name Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh we have to originally pick a game that we want to pull inspiration from you know as a as a guide to help uh show the type of game that we're building and I chose portal or I didn't choose. We as a group chose portal two as our uh, specification or, or at, at least for our inspiration for the game. Puzzle and so thing. currently at the moment I've been uh, working, working on my own little demo level because it's at least for, um, the current class at the moment, while all of them, you know, are essentially together one big giant class. The the focus at the moment is still a team effort type deal, but we are working individually on our levels. And I've got it worked that you are um, up in the sky. You know, you, you're on race platforms on this level, and the entire ground floor is covered in spikes. And I got it, and this is all made in Unreal, by the way, the Unreal game engine. And uh, how Unreal? Ha <laughs> See, look at that. We can all, uh, you know, unite. You know, we're all in unity with puns. Eh? Eh? A- uh. any- anyway, the entire floor is covered in spikes, and I have it coded. Uh. <laughs> I have it coded that the uh, the floor has a hitbox, right? And the uh, there's a little bit of programming talk for you. There's a certain function that's called on trigger enter, and what that essentially means is there's like an invisible box that I have moved and resized to cover all the floor and a little bit of space above it. And so with the on trigger enter, if any object hits into that collider field whatever uh script you know blueprint that i have set up will activate depending how i have it set up and how i have it set up right now if you know for example the player if the player hits the spikes it one automatically disables your input so you cannot move um a a text bubble pops up on the screen saying that you've died and then after, I believe I had it set for two and a half seconds, it boots you up to the main menu. Oh, savage. So that uh, that, that took me a little bit to program, but <laughs> it's working solidly now. Um, tomorrow, as of recording, I'm going to go back into the level editor 
Um, cause I have the, the text in the upper left corner saying like, Hey, Oh no, you've touched the spikes. You've died. I need to create what's called a widget. So I can make a bigger like word print on the screen showing like, Hey, you've touched spikes. You have died instead of just tiny text in the upper corner that you can very easily miss if you're not paying attention. Um, are you doing the thing? Like, is it like a text? Uh, like, do you have it? So the, a screen uh, pops up like it disables the screen of the camera or you have it set up to put a fucking object in front of your character that the no is... it's just uh you're looking through the the the, the game screen in fact here because i'm getting the latest uh version of the of the group file and once that's done doing its thing i can actually boot it up turn on screen share and show you what i'm talking about I've, I've I've I haven't programmed it on real. I have, uh, but I have uh, made a small games in Unity. You see, I mean, Unity Unity is good for what it does. I've worked with it throughout this degree path. I've worked with both Unity and Unreal, mm. and I'm not gonna lie. I find personally with me, I find Unreal easier to work with. Easier. Yes, easier to work with than Unity. I like uh, Unreal better because it looks better, but I haven't touched it as a programming sub. I've just like seen like tutorials and stuff uh, in the mm -hmm. night free time, but I haven't like actually done much about it. Right? No, no. I pr I prefer Unreal over Unity. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. I actually am planning to make my my own game uh, as well. Uh, like I have mm -hmm. plans. I have plans. But uh, and I've been considering Unreal. For sure. In fact, while uh, it's all booting up, so I'll turn on my share screen so you can actually see it. But do you guys uh, have any bullshit? Uh, what I was talking about before, uh, essentially, that uh, I'm finally becoming an engineer, software engineer, and stuff. And uh, the first event is going to be private between me and the university. The second event, apparently, mm -hmm. it's going to be. Broadcasted internationally to some uh, uh, higher, uh, like uh, academia certification deals. Mm -hmm. that, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. Uh, essentially, it'll like be uh, a big event that a lot of people are going to be in it, supposedly, but it's all going to be online because you know, right? Um, but it's uh, it's it's going to be, whew, it's going to be ten minutes full of stress. <laughs> You got this, Dom. I believe in you. So yeah, I have the uh, the I'm screen kidding. share on. The engine's pulled up. And I know for an audio medium, this isn't going to translate well. But I have the spikes growing or glowing uh, orange color. Uh, oh Dom, God, this... Guys, it's so amazing. You don't know what you're missing out. <laughs> yeah, Holy you shit, don't know. What? What, DJ? Quite flashy. Yeah, it's, uh, it did it that way to get people's uh, attention. Because this is where, you know, the player starts, how I have it set up. And the goal is to navigate through this little level to get to the orange thing right here. So, see, I'll, I'll play the game, right? So, if you pay close attention to the upper left corner of the, the game screen, you know, I'll go touch the ground. See? It says, oh, no, you've touched spikes and boom goes back to the main menu yeah, yeah. um and we don't have the main menu set up yet for all of our individual levels we should be getting that done in the next couple of days 
Are you sure? I was very convinced this was just a bootleg bo- portal. <laughs> you, you caught me. Bad. You caught me. That, that's that's what we're doing. <laughs> just joshing, joshing you. Uh, okay, cool. Ooh, that looks horrible. Yeah, I need to. I need to tweak that uh, that path a little bit. Uh, want me to give you a little bit of uh, maybe it's some uh, maybe advice or maybe like, not advice. What's up? Uh, you could probably uh, make it so that not just uh, make the text bigger, but because you have made it so that the spikes are so like uh, out there and so many colors and so many things that are like distracting, uh, just having a bigger text won't do. You might need to either uh, completely block the screen and put a death screen on, like you know Dark Souls, or maybe blur the screen. And then put a text over it to let you know, oh, you died. That's what happened. Okay. Because there's a lot going on around that maybe uh, it'll be too much sensory overload in that sense. Have you ever played, uh, uh, what is the game? Uh, the game where you like jump around bosses. Uh, that, like, almost yeah, like- I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that's a good idea. I'll, uh, I'll look into that. Yeah, essentially, like when you die, the screen like blurs a little bit, so that way you don't have to focus on the background because, it, uh, and then you just get a text. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll look into that. Thank you for the idea, man. No worries, man. You're amazing. Oh, I thank you for that. Right now, he's getting a big head. No, no. For for me to. For that to happen, you have to have some sort of base, and then you blow up from there. If you don't have a base, you, you can't you can't get a big head from that. Or you just you know genetics, just literally have a really big head. That too. My brother has a really big head. So yeah, we'll uh. We'll see how the rest of this uh, degree path goes. I know I'm still working on uh, that RPG Maker game of mine. Um, I did find... I think I, m- I made a comment about this. I found a notebook with a bunch of uh, game notes that I've put down, so I need to sit down and type those up into the respective channels. And then now that I'm getting a better grasp of Unreal, I may make a unreal game you know we'll we'll see um so far some of the instructors have mentioned that uh, a good majority of the graduates from this degree path go on to work for triple a titles like the the professor or the instructor i had a couple months ago once said that one of his students went on to the borderlands borderlands 3 team Right. So so we'll see. Um I I won't go into it, but um I won't be able to move to a different state, you know, to go work for potential developers, but if I can work remotely, I would be beat. Right. I'd be uh I'd be down with that one. But yeah. we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Do you guys have any other bullshit or do you think it's time to uh wrap it up and then Presumably, go jump into Legends Arceus. <laughs> uh, I think I am good. How about you, DJ? Anything going on on your end? Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Where can people find Forget you? Forget the ending. <laughs> I know you're you're twitching over there, DJ. Where can people find you? 
Twitch.tv slash DJ Skywalker 716. Stream Tuesdays through Thursdays, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Central. With the occasional Pokey Sunday that I do whenever I please. All right. Domaldo, where can people find you, my guy? You can find me on YouTube as Domaldo's Gaming Channel. Wheat. You can find me and my personal Twitter at Raging Gingy. You can follow the show at PPAF Podcast. For any questions, comments, concerns, or topic suggestions, minus dropping it in the Discord channels, you can email the show directly at ppandfpodcast at gmail.com. So with that being said, you guys, it's been shit. Uh, what was it? Shit. Yeah, episode awesome. Igly Buff of, uh, of Pixels. I've, uh, I've been your host, Gingy. I've been your reoccurring, reoccurring imaginary horse. And I've been your friendly kiddo, because I'm very young amongst you. <laughs> I know, I'm finally the oldest one in this chat right now, but... It's fine. It's fine. But uh, stay tuned for next week for episode Togepi. 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 Or, uh... And and that roughly translates to 175. We're almost to 200. Jeez. Shows that you've been around for a while, my friend. You've yeah, heard. that it that it oh. does. Like we'll have to we'll have to do something special for episode 200. And but by we special, got to... we mean it'll be absolutely the same with nothing special at all. Get over it. It's just 200 episodes. It's not special. <laughs> All right, you guys, we'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Make sure to uh, stock up on uh, Smoke Balls and Legends Arceus so these alpha Pokemon do not kill you. Good luck. And uh, don't blink. I'm looking right at you with that one, DJ. Don't blink. Don't blink. <laughs> don't turn your back. Don't look away. And don't blink. Thank you.